Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to the Seek Joy Sister podcast where I talk about all things Bible and Jesus. I am so happy that you're here hanging out with me. I've got my cup of coffee in hand. I've got my Bible. I am ready y'all and I hope that you are too. Since our last week's episode, I have read the book Mark. So that is what we are going to talk about. I want to focus on three things, and that's distractions, our faith, and serving. Do you ever feel like you're constantly getting pulled in a hundred different directions, and the more you give in to all those things, the more exhausted you feel? Yep, me too. Can I ask you another question? How often do all those other things take you away from seeking Jesus? Be honest. For me, it's taken me away from him more times than I can count. For those who know me and have been following my Instagram, know that early mornings with Jesus is my thing. That's my jam. However, there are times that I have chose to look on my phone for something, and the next thing I know, 20 minutes went by, and then I'm sitting there having to rush through my reading and prayer time simply because I chose to pick up my phone, or, you know, I decided to do something else, knowing that I could have been spending at least 10 minutes with God. All of these things have taken me away from Him. The point is that I have allowed distractions to take me away from the one I need the most for my spiritual well-being. I'm sure I'm not the only one. The bookmark starts with John baptizing people from Judea and Jerusalem in the desert. That's where John chose to live, in the desert. In the middle of the wilderness where it's secluded and away from everybody. But you know what? That location was away from distractions. And that's where he must have felt like he could hear God the best and remain faithful. So he chose to live in the desert. So what distractions are you willing to sacrifice for some time with God? This includes our thoughts. Are we willing to do what it takes to keep our own minds from distracting us? Oh, how I know that this one can most likely be the hardest one, right? I feel like my mind is at constant war. I feel like my mind is probably the main thing that keeps me from focusing on Jesus the most. In Mark 2, Jesus heals a paralyzed man, telling him his sins are forgiven, and it was because of his faith. But the teachers of the law doubted Jesus basically thinking to themselves, who is this man that gets to claim that everyone's sins are forgiven? They were belittling Jesus' authority. 
Jesus called them out on it. You see, their negative thoughts were distracting them away from the big picture. They refused to believe what Jesus was showing them because of what they were thinking. They refused to be open to what Jesus was doing because of the way that they felt. It's almost like they already made up their minds of what they thought of Jesus. And so I feel like our minds, you know, I said it a few minutes ago that our mind is at constant war. And that's because it is. It is. You know, we have to be careful with what we are feeding our minds. And we have to feed it in a healthy way in order to produce healthy actions. So, you know, by Jesus telling the paralytic man that his sins were forgiven first, I believe that he was pointing out the fact that in order to walk righteously with the Lord and get a fresh start, we have to let go of our old ways, our sins, our negative thoughts, and we need to repent and ask Jesus back into our hearts before we can attempt to give our hearts to him. And again, I know that the mind is a tricky thing. And you know, for a lot of us, we can't help to think the way that we think sometimes. And so I'm not, you know, trying to disregard our mental health. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is that Jesus is so much bigger than our thoughts, than distractions, than everything that could possibly be pulling us away from him. This paralytic man who was on a mat, right? It had to have been heavy with sin. When Jesus forgave him, not only could he walk, but he could carry a mat that had been cleansed and no longer heavy. Jesus said in Mark 2.17, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. While Jesus loves the faithful, and is happy to have his followers. He is concerned about the ones who are lost. Jesus loves everyone so much that he wants everyone to get the chance to hear about him so they know how to get to heaven. He knows the lost are the ones that need to find him the most and the things he is willing to be there for. The thing is, is that he is willing to be there for every person that will accept him. The lost, the found, we are all somebody that Jesus loves. And he doesn't want our sins to become a wall that separate us from him. He doesn't want us getting so distracted that we neglect our faith. And then the fact that we are neglecting our faith 
causes us to sin, which builds that wall. You know, we don't go to the doctor or to the hospital because we're healthy. A lot of times we go because we're sick, because we need something. And so that's why Jesus said that it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. So many times that Jesus healed people because of their faith. Faith is the one thing that can tear down that wall, that wall that we have built up through sin and distractions. Without faith, it's impossible to please Jesus. It's impossible to tear down that wall. Just like without commitment and dedication, it's impossible to have an authentic heart for Jesus. Mark 7, 6 says, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are but rules taught by men. We can say we love Jesus. We can wear all the faith apparel. We can even preach the good news and point other people to Jesus with the things that we say and the way that we may act in front of others. But if our hearts are not with him, and we privately live a life that is not biblically correct, then we are not honoring Jesus the way we should. We have to be fully dedicated to him in order to be committed to doing the things we need to be doing. Our hearts are transformed when our faith grows and we are open to receiving him fully. Our character means more to Jesus than our reputation. Who we are as a whole matters to Jesus. We are going to have good days and we are going to have bad days. We cannot be perfect. Every day is not going to be perfect. And Jesus knows that. He knows that it's not easy to live a life of faith and obedience. But the more that we seek him and the more that we admit our wrongdoings and we repent of that, the easier it is for our hearts and our souls to be cleansed so we can get up and walk faithfully again. In fact, you know, not only do we need to make sure that we are doing the things that we can so our hearts do not wander away from Jesus, but we also need to live a life of serving. You know, because serving humbles us. Serving changes us. Serving makes us more like Jesus. Jesus said in verse Mark 9.35, If anyone wants to be first, he must be the very last and the servant 
of all. Meaning, if we want to be great, we must be willing to put down our selfish desires and truly serve those around us. We need to humble ourselves and be okay with putting ourselves last. Now, when I say that, I mean it with reasonable cause in order to put others first. In verses 10, 43 through 45, it says, Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom of many. Wow. How far are you willing to let the will of God take you? Are you willing to serve instead of being served? Are you willing to step outside of your comfort zone to do that thing that God may be calling you towards? We can't become so consumed with the greater things in life. For instance, a higher job title, a large amount of followers on social media, or a huge bank account that we start to ignore the things that really matter in life. Regardless of how you serve or how you may be serving right now, do it with your heart. I know it can get tiring and overwhelming. I know there may be days you just don't have it in you, and that's okay. The lesson behind serving doesn't mean you have to do it to the point you lose yourself. It doesn't mean you are going to get it right every single day. It doesn't mean that serving is going to be the first thing you jump towards all of the time. But it's the change that takes place within you when you do serve. It's the principle of you humbling yourself enough to realize you don't have to be on the top or have the best to be great. It's showing love to people regardless of who they are or where they come from simply because you decided to care enough and you wanted to love them like Jesus loves them. Serving can look different and it will look different for everyone. It could be that God has you in a season of serving in your home or at work or in your children's school or church. And that's okay. That is okay wherever you are serving. Wherever he has you, 
It's because he wants you there. And you were obedient enough to be there. So do it with all you've got. Do it faithfully. And one day he may give you those greater opportunities that you may be secretly wishing for. But he has to be able to trust you and I with the smaller task first. And he has to see that we do it with our entire heart, that we do it with love. Because Jesus does everything for us through his heart because of how much he loves us. Oh gosh. Ah, like this can bring me to tears when I think about his love. I mean, really think about it. I'm in awe. I mean, it brings tears to my eyes to think about the things that he endured and what he gave up because of how much he loves us. Y'all, his love can conquer anything in this world, anything that we face. And so it is that type of love that we need to be chasing so we can fill ourselves with it and we can pour it out to others. But I will talk more about what Jesus went through on next week's episode as um, we read the book of Luke, because that, that's where I'm going to be fo- focusing at next week. This week, you know, on today's episode, I wanted to, to talk about distractions and faith and serving. Let's not be people who get so distracted that we lose sight of what it means to be a faithful Christian. Let's stop allowing distractions to become excuses for why we put Jesus in our lives. Mark 14.38 says, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. I believe that this is Jesus instructing us to be mindful of what is happening around us and to always seek him in prayer. We are weak, but he is not. We can give in to temptation, but he can't. So friends, don't ever stop seeking Jesus. Keep praying and dig deep into the word of God. Let reading the Bible become a part of your everyday life. So he, his spirit can dwell in us. Mark 13, 31 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. The word is living 
and active. We can't change the truth. The truth is here and will be here forever and ever. Once we know the truth, it can never be taken away from us. You know, I always tell my kids, what you learn is the one thing that people can never steal away from you. God's truth, once it's in us, no one can take that knowledge and wisdom away from us. People may not abide in it. Some people may not believe in it. But once that seed is planted, it is there. The truth is what sets us free. The truth is what draws us closer to Jesus. Praying is how we invite Jesus into our lives. Praying is how we open that communication line between us and Him. Praying is how we release our burdens to the one who is strong enough to hold them for us. Reading the Bible and praying is what increases our faith and helps us become good stewards of the kingdom and not be pulled away by all the chaos that's around us. Reading the Bible and praying is what constantly keeps our eyes on Him and holy living so we are not constantly being pulled away from the distractions that we are up against in our daily lives. And that is it on today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with me. Don't forget, if you don't follow me already on Instagram, head on over there to Seek Joy Sister. I'd love to have you on that side of the internet too. All right, friends, until next week, I hope you all have an amazing weekend. Be blessed.